Bonjour, mes amis de spookiness. So a quick roundup of the news so we know what was happening in this week. As it is the 9th of May 2020 as I write this script, and it's been a busy week of death and gloom, but at the same time a week of optimism as we celebrate VE Day and 75 years of relative peace. We all look forward to tomorrow's speech from the clown that is our Prime Minister as he tries to shift the blame of everything onto us. Or knowing him, some ethnic minority or other religion, homosexuals or even women. But what that does mean is that we're still in our pretend lockdown and we will be for at least another three weeks, probably a lot more. This means, as Tom and Danny, my co-host, is still five hours drive away, which means technically I could visit, but then I have to exercise for over ten hours before driving back for another five hours, then we are into another week of our Alphabet series. And yes, we are still on the letter A. If I speak really quickly and stop doing stupid little sarcastic asides, then I might be able to get to the end of A today. Nope. Can't do it. Must... Fight the urge. No stupid comments. Quickly, just just start and we'll, we'll hopefully be fine. Ask Eaton, County Limerick. I do not know much about this spook, but I know someone who does. His name is Eaton, so let's ask him. No, couldn't even last one sentence, could I? I apologise to you all, and especially to the people from Ask Eaton, uh, who have heard that comment probably a million times before. There is a crossroads here, or we might get a chance to spot a phantom carriage. This one is slightly more sinister as the sound of horses clopping along can be heard, and witnesses have said that they stopped to see what was causing the noise, and then the sound stopped as well. But on starting up, the noise started once more, and then they got overtaken by the sinister stalking phantom carriage, pulled by horrific haunted horses. I like these tales of phantom carriages and horses in the same way I like the stories of ghost dogs and cats that we so often talk about. Even the few tales of ghostly monkeys that I know of, as I am constantly asked, if ghosts were real, why don't we see animal ghosts? And the truth is, there are thousands of ghost animals reported all over the country. Askern, South Yorkshire. There are often tales of haunted ghost ships that appear with no crew, such as the Mary Celeste, and weirdly there is a similar thing in Askern. However, it is a village, not a ship. An Iron Age village with no evidence of human habitation. No pottery, no coins, no artefacts. And here we have, on a conference call, on Zoom, the Director of Archaeology to explain. No, sorry, just a quote and me reading it. Director of Excavations Robert van der Noort of Exeter University said... One theory is that the site was a symbol of tribes that lived there to show the world what and who they were. There are other examples of this elsewhere in the world, and it could have also been a religious site or a fort built in a period of tension which was then abandoned as the tension died away and people moved back to dry land. The site on Sutton Common was first discovered over a hundred years ago but has not been properly excavated before now. So, is it haunted? Highly unlikely. However, it is paranormal as it's not normal. And we look at all things paranormal, not just spooks. This site is situated within the UK's largest marshland Iron Age fort. David Miles, chief archaeologist at English Heritage, which is part funded in the excavation, said the site would help them understand the Iron Age both regionally and nationally. So far, the dig is proving interesting, and among the finds are the remains of a wooden well, where archaeologists could have reasonably expected to find artefacts. Weirdly, even here, there's no evidence of it ever having been used. 
Originally protected by marshes, the fort had two large enclosures, one with a grand entrance linked by what appears to have been a ceremonial walkway. If you have any knowledge of archaeology, then you know what that means. And if you don't, I shall translate, so the next time you watch Time Team digging something up, you'll realise that we think it was ceremonial translates as we have no idea what this is for. Ascombe, Cumbria. As I'm not an expert on Ascombe, let us welcome a guest onto the show, the biblical son of Noah, the celebrity known as Ham, and we shall ask Ham. Yes, he really did do the same awful pun twice in one show. I won't talk about Ask Him, however. Whatever your questions, you can ask him as much as you like. And boom, he has gone for the third pun. And we now all need a little lay down and think about what we've done. Or go back to a previous episode where we talked about this place and Lord Lonsdale. Assuming you're still with me, let's continue to Aspatria Cumbria. There is a house that we'll speak about in future episodes that was supposed to be the home of murder and mayhem and satanic rituals called Gill House or Gill Manor, as it's been referred to in various books on the supernatural. Well, we cannot get into Gill House, so as paranormal tourists, what can we do? Well, we can go for a wander around the wooded areas in the surroundings and we may bump into some phantom pigs. If you get too close, they may scream in fear, so some paranoid, petrified phantom pigs. Let me get a witness to explain more. As joining us on Skype, we have no, no one again, just me, uh, and a quote from the internet. So this is from the internet uh, of a witness of this spook. As a kid, I grew up at low scales, and as a top athlete at the time, I would daily run through the gill. One summer, about 94-95, my two brothers and mother accompanied me on their bikes as I ran. We came just short of the gill, about to cross, and we heard an almighty scream. It sounded more like a pig being murdered. We all froze, and we weren't scared, initially just curious, but then it happened again, and it sounded like a roaring lion. It was coming from the biggest oak tree next to the gill, and then it happened again, and then I thought it sounded like a woman screaming at this point. My mother started screaming and telling us to leave as they scarpered as fast as they could back from where we came. I am an atheist and don't believe in any kind of paranormal things, so I approached the tree and the noise happened again. I couldn't fathom where it was coming from, the tree or the ground. One thing I'm sure of, it wasn't the tree itself making the noise. I became very fearful of what it was and legged it. Um, I'm sure there's a rational explanation, but it was only in 2006 and my girlfriend in Elgin had a book of the most haunted places in Britain and this was in it. It really was one of the freakiest things and unexplainable things I've ever witnessed. But for anyone that's ever down there, the setting's very spooky and maybe that combined with something bizarre, but very rational, made us think something unnatural occurred. Right, well, now a couple of things to pick apart from this witness, and that is that I'm also an atheist, but that doesn't mean I do not believe in the paranormal. Paranormal means it's something unexplained. There are many things that were paranormal thousands of years ago that we accept as rational science now. So let us just point out that you can be <laughs> you can be a paranormal tourist and an atheist and a skeptic and a rationalist, and in fact you make a better paranormal tourist if you are. Also, there is uh, a possibility that we had a strange psychopath that liked killing pigs and lions and women in that order. So if you're heading that way, firstly, press record so we can capture the sound, but also, to be safe, take a pig and a lion and possibly even a woman you don't like to use as sacrifices. Astley, 
Warwickshire. If you're in Astley in Warwickshire, then head to the Church of St Mary the Virgin and pretend to not be searching for ghosts, as there is a ghost of a monk that disappears as soon as it realises it's been spotted. Thus, all witnesses apparently have problems describing what it looks like. Astley and Lancashire. Now, if you're in Astley in Lancashire, then it's not a church this time, it's the canal, and we look for the ghost of Anne Mort. In the village of Astley, there's an area by the canal reported to be haunted by a ghostly manifestation described as the Grey Lady. And she's been described by those mortals who have crossed her path as appearing to search for something. It is generally believed that this is the tragic spirit of the 18-year-old Anne Mort from Dam House and that she's looking for her long-lost Catholic lover. This is a sad story of blighted love. It is told that in Dam House lived Anne, a daughter of the Protestant Mort family. She fell in love with the Roman Catholic James Speakman. Anne Mort's father paid the Speakman family to leave the district in an attempt to divide the couple. Uh, and it's told that Anne pined and died of a broken heart. Legend has it that her ghost is still looking for James by the waters of the canal. It's believed that all of these people were real, and it's a matter of historic record. It's just a very convenient name to have for a ghost, Mort, from the damned house. Aston Clinton, Buckinghamshire. I do not know the provenance of the spooking question here, but he is a figure in brown, which makes it a change from the ladies in grey, white and red. He haunts Aston Clinton by wandering around Ackerman Street. He wears an old-fashioned brown coat. Though no description of what period old-fashioned is, as I'm sure many things I wear would be described by a young person as old-fashioned. Though one thing I cannot do is drift along, as he appears near Vatch's farm and walks along an old Roman road. Another Aston, as we now go to... Aston Flamville in Leicestershire. There are a lot of reports of ghosts all over the country, and yet people still say there's no evidence they exist, and this is generally based on the fact that they have not read the mountains of evidence or seen one themselves, and I always say, how do you know you've not seen a ghost? We tend to only realise what we saw was a ghost when it does something paranormal, such as disappear or walk through a wall, so this spook fits that description perfectly, as it's only half a ghost. On the area of grass next to St Peter's churchyard, there is a ghost seen from the torso up. Sightings have been relatively recent and can be seen by passing motorists, so the perfect ghost to hunt and still manage to social distance. This could be the birth of a brand new ghost hunting craze, seriously spooky social distancing. Athelhampton Hall, Dorchester, Dorset. What can we say about this place? Well, in the interest of getting off of the letter A, how about you just go and watch Most Haunted Episode 1? Go on, off you go, off to YouTube. Athelstainford Lothian. On a ridge behind the village, there is another haunted horseman ghost. It is described as a raggedy horseman and thought to be from the Battle of the Picts and Angles in 832. And now another long swim as we head back to the mystical Isle of Wight, an island where you can travel back in time just by being there. But do not worry, they now have electricity, roads and even at least two telephones. It's an easy and common joke for those of you who do not know the Isle of Wight, but it's thought of as still being many years into the past. However, it is just a beautiful part of the world if you ever get a chance to visit. Atherfield, Isle of Wight. 
One of my favourite places in the world when I was a child was Black Gang Chine on the south coast of the island. And sadly, most of what I loved that was here has actually disappeared um, as it's been washed away by the sea. An old cine film footage of the places I used to visit in Black Gang Chine are now pieces of ancient history as those places are now under the water. But one stretch of coastline between Atherfield and Black Gang is still there and is haunted by a smuggler or shipwrecked sailor. We have to be careful when talking about phantoms, smugglers, pirates and sailors, as often if you were one of those things, you invented a ghost story to try and scare people off whilst you're doing your illegal activities. However, this one has been seen relatively recently. He's thought to be the ghost of either a smuggler or a shipwrecked sailor, and the figure's been seen wearing a long black jacket walking out to sea. Night fishermen sometimes hear footsteps crossing the shingle, though cannot see anybody. Atherstone, Warwickshire. On the A34, between Atherstone and Alderminster, there's a phantom farmer who was killed after hitting a low tree branch whilst out riding his horse, quite literally at breakneck speed as he broke his neck. There is a legend that says if it's been seen once, it can be guaranteed that the wraith will be seen two more times. Which makes very little sense, as that then leads to an infinite number of sightings if seen by more than one person, then another and another. Or it means that one person sees it, then sees it twice more. So, if sighted, it gives you time to get your camera ready for the second sighting, then a sneaky selfie on the third go. Athlete County Roscommon. I've no idea if that's how it's pronounced. It's A-T-H-L-E-A-G-U-E. I've been looking forward to this one, though, for the last few weeks, even though it's an extremely short story because it is at Castle Strange. Or more precisely, Castle Strange House. Built on a site of Celtic ceremony, and many people have reported seeing weird faces peering out of the windows. And the stone! Yep, the Castle Strange Stone is one of the four so-called cult stones remaining in Ireland from the so-called Celtic period. It is quite small, at about 50 centimetres high, and has the appearance of a large egg. The stone is located in the village Castle Strange on the banks of the River Suck near Athleague in County Roscommon. It's covered with marvellous swirling designs across its whole surface in quite similar manner to County Galway's Turo Stone. More strange faces as we now go to Athy, County Kildare, that's A-T-H-Y. We now stand looking at White's Castle in Athy, an impressive castle keep structure that also has ghostly faces in the windows. A ghostly figure has been seen peering from the second floor window, to be precise. Attenborough, Nottinghamshire. Do not panic, I am not sending lots of lurgy plague victims to try and track down David Attenborough. At the moment, as far as we know, he is safe in a hermetically sealed vault with the finest nutritional food and everything that could possibly be needed to keep him alive. I can honestly say the British public will never forgive the human custard pie that is Boris Johnson if this virus kills David Attenborough. No, this is Attenborough in Nottinghamshire, and we are looking for the church area on the riverside. If we're extremely lucky, we will see a group of roundheads all getting ready to cross the river whilst on horseback. Please feel free to approach them and tell them they should be social distancing and not meeting in large groups. Athlone, County Westmeath, that's A-T-H-L-O-N-E. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced. Sadly, Portlick Castle is of no use to us, as it is haunted inside with a blue lady close to the staircase, 
and the basement which has a phantom prisoner spook. So all innuendos to do with Port Lick have uh, have to wait. So whilst waiting, let's go to the Clonfinloff Stone. Oh, C-L-O-N-F-I-N-L-O-U-G-H. So it's Clonfinlo or Clonfinloff, I'm not sure. A large boulder lying flat on the ground in the middle of a field, decorated with a number of motives, including crosses and a circle, uh, which is divided in two halves by a line. The rest of the decorations are supposed to be natural, resulting from effects of natural chemical solution. It's also described as being carved in scenes depicting an ancient battle, but similar signs were found on stones in Spain and were dated to the Bronze Age. This stone may have therefore been a stopping point for travelling pilgrims on their way to Spain and Italy, and it suggested that some of the carvings could be from Christian pilgrims in the 13th and 14th century. One legend says that at certain times of the year, which I have yet to find out, a horseman manifests and gallops around it. Another story states that if a man named Michael will one day visit, find two pots of gold under the stone. So, another piece of paranormal equipment to add to your rucksack is a man named Michael. Atwick, Yorkshire. Between Atwick and Skipsey, there is yet another horrific horseman, as he is seen racing along the road before disappearing. Some reports state that he is headless, and that he is lurking on his horse, ready to pounce out and ambush any unwary traveller. But we are more concerned with the Boggle. And no, this is not the name of a weird lettered dice game, which may be considered terrifying, maybe, I don't know. But another form of terrifying Boggle. We need to be searching at the foot of the hill on which Atwick Church stands. There we'll find a spring of water with overhanging willow trees, or at least that's the description I found when I was trying to find the place. (laughs) This is um, haunted by the Hallowell Boggle, which is not the phantom of the pop career of Jerry Hallowell, which boggled us all, but a strange hobgoblin. That does not necessarily have to take any physical form, but it creates fear and terror. Oh dear, I have no idea, no, no idea how to pronounce this. Ochindarok in the Highlands. So it's A-U-C-H-I-N-D-A-R-R-O-C-H. Ochindarok. This is a grey lady. Um, She's often seen just outside the house, either peeping in through the windows of Ochindarok House, uh, (laughs) or she's seen drifting over the lawn, so we stand a chance of seeing her. Another shade, face covered by a hood, has been observed inside the building. Not much use to us, I'm afraid while sometimes a strange and unrecognised perfume fills parts of the house. Here we go again. Ochindini, A-U-C-H-I-N-D-I-N-N-Y in Lothian. We shall now place you inside a dark, disused ladies' haunted tunnel. Um, I apologise now for whatever thoughts are going through your mind, um, as this is a railway tunnel and is now claimed by a ghost who happens to be a lady. The phantom female killed herself in the nearby river after breaking up with a lover. Another local legend uh, talks of a ghost who drowned herself when her lover was murdered by a f- by the woman's father, so I'm guessing this is one and the same spirit. Her ghost haunts the tunnel and the surrounding areas, running along uh, before vanishing suddenly. Ochleven Aberdeenshire, that's A-U-C-H-L-E-V-E-N. Yes, back to Aberdeenshire, and this time we are at Ochleven, Leven, Leuven, I've no idea, and Lickleyhead Castle. How am I supposed to rattle through these places when I'm presented with such innuendos on a plate like this?
Whilst biting my tongue and trying to keep it clean, I shall tell you the site is haunted by a green lady. So now we have white, grey, red and green ladies on the list. Oh, and blue. Uh, This one was murdered by her husband and apparently haunts the grounds and the castle. Audley End, Essex. Let us all go and look at Audley's End, or more specifically, the Audley End Road and Chestnut Avenue. And we can now follow a ghostly carriage. The ghost departs the Lion's Gate and is driven along the local streets until it reaches the B1383. And of course, the coach driver is distinctly lacking in the head department. As we head towards the final straight, I can see that I'm going to have to break a promise, as we're not going to get to the end of the A's, as Avebury is on the list, which could easily have an entire episode to itself. However, I promise next week's episode will get us to the end of the A section, (laughs) and that promise is as legally binding and as truthful as any promise from a Tory politician during a lurgy lockdown. But another reason it could take us a while to get to the end is the appearance of a bunch of Irish and Gaelic names that I cannot stand any chance of pronouncing. So here we go by slowly spelling them out instead. A-U-G-H-A-G-R-E-A-G-H in County Longford. Please, someone tell me how that is pronounced. Is it Ochre or Augre from the Dark Crystal or is it pronounced Susan and spelt in an ancient Gaelic manner? Here we can hear the sound of a child carrying beer from a local pub back to his home. The local tradition of allowing children to shop in an off-licence under the condition they bring their own bucket. A tradition not known that well to our international audience. There is a reason we don't allow children to buy from off-licences, and this is probably a good example. He fell into a ditch and drowned after consuming much of his cargo. (laughs) The rattling of his buckets can still be heard to this day in the area. Now we head to Scotland with yet another name that I have no idea how to pronounce. A-U-C-H-T-E-R-T-O-O-L in the Highlands. Is it I mean, is that Ochtatool, which is the octopus equivalent of a Swiss army knife? I apologise to all the inhabitants, but I have never managed to get to this part of the Highlands, and if Boris ca- <laughs> Boris carries on the way he is, I may be in my 90s before we're allowed to travel that far again. So, please accept my apologies until then, and instead, head outside and try and film something for me, which might not happen until August, as this is a calendar ghost. There's a pathway known as Ladies' Walk, heading towards the church. So now you're all assuming... Are we going to have yet another colour for our lady spook? Is it another blue lady, a green lady, a white lady, a red lady, or a grey lady? I hear you all ask. Nope. It's a funeral procession carrying a shrouded coffin at shoulder height led by a carton-clad piper, crossing the field towards the church coming from Hollywood's castle. Now, I believe the stories being handed to me are a setup, as the last few were bad enough, but this one looks as if we've just back to the boggle game, and someone's taken the boggle dice and just thrown them randomly, and that's the name of the town. So here we go. A-U-G-H-A-V-A-N-N-A-G-H, and we're looking for Hempenstall. So, at Og... I've no idea. (laughs) We're specifically looking at the youth hostel in A-U-G-H-A-V-A-N-N-A-G-H and the surrounding areas because we are looking for the ghost of Hempenstall. He was a hangman of very large stature at over two metres tall and he was killed shortly after the 1798 rebellion by a group out to revenge their fallen friends. His massive frame is still said to silently appear around the area 
Uh, much that I would love to continue, I have seen the next page of notes, and it is Avebury, which is an amazing place, full of supernatural happenings and spooks, and one of the weirdest events ever to happen in Avebury was my stag do, when at 9am, myself along with the rest of Frankenstein's lobster did an acoustic gig in the middle of the stone circle. Oh, and, as if by magic, I have somehow managed to summon the spirits of the band as they float through the wall and into the studio and start playing. Yes, there they are, playing the familiar tune that is our theme tune, and I am off to try and condense pages and pages of notes into a 30-minute episode for next time. So all that's left is for me to say, stay safe, stay sane, and spot some spooks. Goodbye, goodbye, farewell, Avidazane, Dosvidanya, Abianto, Ciao, Au revoir, etc.